This is Instant Game Reaction, an immediate look back at the Colts' latest game. And trying to make an adjustment on the ball is Michael Pittman. He catches it, and he rumbles across the goal line. Touchdown, a 42-yard strike. On air it out downfield, down the far sideline, looking for Zay Jones, and it's intercepted by the Colts. Isaiah Rogers on the return. Gets off to Taylor. He's in. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. Jonathan Taylor. Here's your host, J.J. Stankovitz from Colts.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Colts Instant Reaction here on the Colts Audio Network. I'm J.J. Stankovitz, joined every week by Ring of Honor member Bill Brooks as we break down the Colts' latest game. This one, Bill, uh, the Colts' fifth straight loss, a 20-3 defeat to the Los Angeles Chargers. It's the fourth time this year, Bill, the Colts have failed to score a touchdown in a game that is the most in the NFL. Um... Well, we're going to get into some things in this podcast. There isn't nothing to talk about. Um, but I, I want to start here, Bill. After the game, I had a chance to go in the locker room and just talk with a couple of guys and you know, hear from Jeff Saturday, hear from Nick Foles, and they all said the effort of this team is not in question. And I'm sure some folks who watched that game yesterday might say, well, why is that? Because you lost by 17 points. You went 0 for 10 on third down. You didn't score a touchdown. I, I'm sure you've played in games where the result has been like this, where you feel like the effort has been there. You know, you, you put in the work during the week. You didn't quit on the game on the sideline, but you kind of get get beat pretty badly. What does that feel like, Bill? And how, how does a team move forward after a, a game like this, where, again, you feel like the, you don't need to change your effort because it's there, but it's not showing up in the result? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times what happens during the year is during practice, you're playing hard, you're practicing hard, you're doing all the right things each week in practice. And then when it comes to the game, a lot of times you're playing hard, you're giving 100%, you're running to the ball, you're blocking as hard as you can, you're you're doing all the things that you need to do as far as from a physical standpoint to do your job. But at times, plays just don't happen for whatever reason. Maybe sometimes it could be a mental mistake, you know, sometimes it could be uh, the other opponent made a, a good play. Like you look at that interception by Duran James. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just made a good play on that play um, when he was throwing the ball to Paris Campbell, um, when Nick Foles was throwing the ball to Paris Campbell. So, you know, things like that happen. It's frustrating as an athlete because you figure that if you're going to put in the time, you're going to put in the effort, you're doing all the things you need to do during the week to prepare for a game, and then you go out there and you give 100%, and then things just don't go your way. It's very frustrating. It's very hard. Um, but then you just have to try to bounce back uh, the next day and come back and do the same thing you did the previous week, work hard, prepare for the next game, and just keep on practicing hard because that's the only way you're going to get through this is practice hard, um, play hard, give 100% every time you go out there in the football field, every time you're in the film room, every time you're in the weight room. All things you need to do to get ready for a game, you have to do it um uh, at 100% and do the best you can at it. I mean, the games are still going to be played. Exactly. You know, someone's exactly. got to play in them. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be played. And you have to look at it, too. The other team's doing the same thing. They're mm-hmm. they're you know, they're trying to give a, uh, a great effort, 100% effort, going out there playing hard. Um, then it comes down to just execution and making plays. I mean, when you don't make plays um, and you don't execute, that makes it very difficult to win football games. So the Colts fall to 4-10-1 on the season. And uh, then this game, they started their third quarterback of the year 
in Nick Foles. He goes 17 of 29 for 143 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions. He's sacked seven times. The Colts do not convert any of their 10 tries on third down. Um, it, it was it was a rough one. And, you know, Nick Foles, I thought he was he was so, so candid after the game of, of being real about, hey, when I came here in May, I was here to support Matt Ryan. It was not I, – I didn't come here like – he, he got asked, like, were you chomping at the bit to play in this game? And he said, not really. You know, I – I came here to support Matt Ryan, to do whatever I needed to do to help him out, to be the best quarterback he could be. Um, it wasn't like he was, you know, like, oh, I'm waiting for my shot, you know, which is kind of think what you want out of your backup quarterback. And that doesn't mean that Nick Foles was not ready for this game. But I, I just think that, you know, that mentality is kind of how a backup should operate. But, you know, the, it looked like there were some miscommunications on some routes the, the the fact that Nick Foles had not practiced with the Colts' first team offense until the week leading up to this game, that probably showed at times. Um, I think sometimes that narrative can get a little overblown, especially with a guy like Foles who's been in the league for a decade, who has a lot of experience coming off the bench in tough situations and playing well. Um, what did you make of Foles' game, Bill? And, um, you know, Jeff Saturday said that the plan is going to be for Nick to be the starter for the final two games of the season. Um, where do you kind of see it going from here for him? Well, I, I think if you ask Nick Foles and um, ask him, you know, how did he feel? Did he play? You know, how did he feel how he played, I guess, uh, yesterday? He would have probably said, you know what, I could have played better. I could have done some things better out there to help this team win. Three interceptions, unfortunate. You know, you can't turn the ball over if you want to uh, try to win football games. And, unfortunately, he had three interceptions yesterday um i think a lot also is you know you, people talk about not practicing to me is just not having the reps yeah out there you know not having enough reps to getting a groove getting a rhythm and you didn't have that uh throughout the season you know he had reps during training camp but then once we broke into the regular season his reps diminished as far as the plays that he can mm -hmm. work on and things that he can do and working with some of the uh first string guys so um he wanted to be a good teammate and coming in being a good teammate was supporting Matt Ryan because this was Matt Ryan's job as far as a starting quarterback. And if he was called upon, he was going to be ready to play. And he was ready to play, but it just unfortunately not having the reps, that hurts you out there in the football field, just not seeing things going 100 miles an hour in game situation and game speed um, is a little different than at doing it in practice now. He has done that before. Come in and, and played well, and uh, other quarterbacks have, have come in and played well and, and done the same thing. But uh, yesterday just not did not work out for Matt. I mean, uh, for Matt for Nick, and it was unfortunate. Um, and I think those three interceptions hurt. Yeah, I mean the the Colts wanted Nick Foles to be able to push the ball downfield with more consistency than they've got this year. And early in the game, the, the Colts did try that. He had four passes that traveled twenty or more yards beyond the line of scrimmage in the first half, but. None of those were completed. One of them was an interception. Um, and, you know, as the game went on with the turnovers, you know, Jeff Saturday said that kind of backed us off pushing the ball downfield more and, uh, you know, led to some of the continuing problems with this Colts offense. One thing Jeff Saturday did say is he did not consider a switch to Sam Ellinger during the game. Um, he said it, it probably wouldn't have really accomplished anything. And I think that's probably true. I mean, at this point in the season, um, the Colts have tried to find a spark with, going to Sam Ellinger in the first place, going back to Matt Ryan, now going to Nick Foles. And, 
none of those things have provided the spark that the Colts have been really looking for over a consistent week-to-week basis. So, you know, going to Sam Ellinger in the middle of a game, uh, while maybe some of the fans on the stands wanted it, I kind of agree. You know, at this point, I don't think it probably does a whole lot for you. Well, at this point also, it just lets you know that it's more than just a quarterback. It's right. Not, yeah, not, that, it, that's that's the point right yeah, there. Yeah, this is not just a quarterback. This is an issue that is, you know, there's issues on the offensive line. There's issues on wide receiver, separation, issues running the ball and not running the ball. Um, there are a lot of issues in regards to the offense and how the offense is not scoring points, uh, not moving the ball, not uh, converting uh, red zone uh, trips into touchdowns. So, there's a lot more to it than just a quarterback, so you can't put all of this on the quarterback. This is a, a uh, offensive team issue, and those things need to be straightened out regardless of who's back there uh, calling the plays as far as quarterback and, and getting the ball under, from under center. Yeah, speaking of offensive team issues, I think that probably goes into the seven sacks and the 0 for 10 on third down. That's not on one person. That's not no. on Nick Foles. That is on, you know, that's not just on the offensive line. That is on everyone involved there. The seven sacks, Bill, um, you know, after the game, Jeff Saturday said he, he hadn't had a chance to obviously look at the film yet right after the game, but said he, he thought, you know, maybe some of those weren't totally on the offensive line. Um, there were probably some coverage sacks in there. And, uh, you know, Nick Foles did say the Chargers switched up some of their coverages throughout the game. Brandon Staley came in with a pretty good game plan of how to, you know, take advantage of a quarterback who had not had a lot of practice time with these guys not a lot of reps time on task and uh, give the Chargers credit. They, they played a very good game on the back end. And then, uh, you know, guys like Morgan Fox, Khalil Mack, uh, you know, Kenneth Murray Jr. I thought it a really good game for them at linebacker. Uh, they were all over the place in this game. And, and that led to some of those numbers we saw. Yeah. I know they had a good game plan. I think what they wanted to do is uh, get Nick Foles to hold the ball. Cause I think, you know, they knew that the Colts were going to try to push the ball down the field and they can get Nick Foles to hold the ball a little bit longer. They can get some pressure on him and, and hopefully get some sacks and or not just sacks but some pressures and maybe he would throw the ball away and a couple of times he did of course um, that he did throw the ball away as far as uh, throwing interceptions so uh, they had a good game plan they did a good job of of putting pressure on Nick Foles and also covering receivers down the field and give them credit you know that they're they get paid too and they did a good job of. Um, kind of confusing us a little bit and as far as um, coverage and, and doing some things to us. And unfortunately, it, it turned to turnovers and uh, made it difficult for us to move the ball down the field. So give the Chargers some credit. Yeah, there were a couple bright spots in this game for the Colts. I thought Zach Moss ran the ball really yes. hard. Uh, you know, 12 carries, 65 yards. The Colts were not able to get into a rhythm offensively, uh, obviously with all those sacks, all those interceptions. But his, his physical running style – was at the very least encouraging. Uh, you want to see it the last couple of games, but he's a guy who's going to be back here next year. He's under contract for another season. So, um, you know, you like seeing that. And I thought the run blocking was pretty good. Zach Moss didn't have uh, any carries that went for negative yardage, which has been a big problem for this rushing offense all year. So that tells you the offensive line was probably doing their job uh, in the run game. And then Zach Moss on those 12 carries was doing what he needed to do as well. Yeah, he had, you know, had over five yards uh, per carry so that's very good for a running back running the ball and and as you said he ran the ball hard I, I like the way he ran as far as once he got up past the line of scrimmage he still lowered his shoulder and wanted to lay the boom on whoever was going to come and tackle him so re- ran very physical very hard uh, 
good runner, held on to the ball. So I like what I saw from Zach Moss and something that, you know, I think definitely will be a benefit for the Colts moving ahead. Defensively, um, the, the Colts held San, the San Diego. I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> I knew I was going to I'm on like four hours of sleep. I knew I was going to do that. They held Los Angeles uh, to 4.7 yards per play. That's pretty good, Bill, over the last uh, – or, or this season when teams are averaging 4.7 yards per play or fewer, they are 42-79-1. So it's usually a pretty good bet if your defense can hold a team, you know, in that under five yards per play average. Uh, Ronnie Thomas II picked off Justin Herbert. Uh, Zaire Franklin had a nice uh, deflection. Nice play. Nice play really nice Zaire. play. Um, Ronnie Thomas II now leads the Colts in interceptions this year. Pretty good for a seventh-round pick. Uh, Dio Dangbo picks up two more sacks. DeForest Buckner gets two sacks. Um, or excuse me, one and a half sacks for each of those guys. Zaire Franklin added a sack as well. Um, you know, but but the defense there there were 18 third downs in the game, and the Chargers converted eight of those. Not a remarkable statistic, but just one of those. That's, uh, that's enough to get you to 20 points um, and get you a comfortable enough margin. To, to win this game by three possessions. Yeah, you know, they, they did enough. The Chargers did. And there were a couple other players. You know, they had a – I think they had a second and 14. The Chargers didn't yeah. convert it on a big play. I think there was a th- there was a third and long that they converted as well. So there were a couple of downs that they converted that it would have been nice if the Colts could have got off the field and, you know, gave themselves some uh, rest or break and hopefully get the ball back. But um, give the Chargers credit. They had – you know, they, Justin Herbert is a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he yes. is pretty good. He has a he's very athletic, uh, moves well in the pocket, has a good arm, uh, very calm back there. Um, when he has to throw the ball away, he does it, makes a smart decision, and throws throws the ball away. So, good quarterback, and they have a lot of good weapons. I mean, you got Williams and Keenan Allen, Allen had eleven got, catches for yeah, four yards yeah, in this game. Yeah, Eckler and the guys played well. Parham, you know, mm-hmm. I know one of his big catches got called back right. because of a holding, but. Um, they, they play well. They have good, do a good job, and you know Kelly ran the ball hard for them as mm-hmm. well. So they have some talent over there, and um, that's why they're in the playoffs yep. and um, going to be playing um, once the season's over. Yeah, the Chargers clinched a playoff spot yeah. last night. Yeah, be, they'll be playing after the regular season's over. Yeah, that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Colts Instant Reaction here on the Colts Audio Network. The Colts have another chance to spoil a team's playoff clinching scenario next week. All the New York Giants have to do is win, and they are in the playoffs as well. That game will be 1 p.m. on Sunday from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford. Bill and I will be back following that game Sunday night, assuming uh, we don't have any flight delays. Uh, Shout out to anyone who's listening to this. If you are delayed or stuck at an airport for the next week, we are very sorry. Uh, Hopefully we provided you a 20 or so minute reprieve from your travel woes because, man, it seems like a lot of people are Stuck, uh, stuck around the country right now, but we are going to be right back with you here again next week following that game on Sunday. Anyways, for Bill Brooks, I'm J.J. Stankovic. Thank you so much for listening to us here on the Colts Audio Network. We'll talk to you next week.